You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says online marketing funnels must be based on human relationships offline. Now, joining me on today's show is George Zeden. George is a leading inbound marketing specialist with more than 20 years experience working in senior positions for large multinational firms across the Middle East, United Kingdom and Australia. He is the co-founder of an award-winning digital agency, Zane Digital, as well as the founder of the Lead Generation Experts. Now, today on the show, George is going to share how we can double our funnel opt-in rate by understanding online relationships. He's also going to share how we can double our funnel sales by using pixeling as well as how to create your predictable selling machine. Now don't switch off. Funnels are very easy. We're going to demystify that uh, through speaking with George today. Welcome to the show, George. Thank you. That's a big intro. <laughs> Look, we have known each other for quite a number of years now. In fact, I think going back when businesses in Australia were starting to become more aware of how they should be more intentional with using social media. You know, back in the day, oh, Facebook's just a fad. Oh, you know, uh, Twitter and a lot of tools that, that we had been using in our businesses. And now, of course, we're talking about funnels, which is something many people's business owners' eyes start to glaze over. But today we're going to miss that you're going to share the things that we need to know maybe some of the things that we're doing incorrectly because as we know to become a thought leader an industry thought leader the most important thing that we need to do is build relationships of course and through that it is building real value in the content that we are sharing and we can do this by leveraging a lot of the tools that I'm sure you're going to talk about today but firstly let's Absolutely. demystify some things inbound marketing how would you define that just for people who maybe are only just starting to dip their toe into the social media online world it, it's simply attracting people to you rather than going out and um, using traditional marketing where you're actually using um, a, a strategy where we're just pushing all of these advertising out there and you're casting the net so wide and hoping that you know some fish will be caught well inbound marketing is the complete difference is different because um what you're trying to do is define who you want to attract who you want to work with and who's your real, real ideal market is and based on that you develop the right content and the right marketing strategy that to actually attract them to you yes and once you attract them to you um you, you're attracting the right people and those are the people who want to talk to you those are the people who want to listen to what you're saying they actually believe in what you're saying you want to work with them 
and you build that relationship that way. Yes. So that's what Inbound is all about. Yeah, perfect. And of course, when we're going to talk a little bit more about funnels today and some of the things that we can have that is automated, uh, if we think about some of the statistics which are, are out there that marketers have um, verified through their studies and the research is that when you think about our ideal customer and who is ready to buy, and then we think about the customer journey, only a small percentage of, of our our ideal customers are our ideal customers and ready to buy, which means if we are reinventing the wheel over and over again, we can get exhausted. So number of things that you're going to talk about today can help us to, to build that relationship. And sometimes we don't even have to be there, which is uh, great. So I know that you've now identified and defined inbound marketing specialists. Could you define also what do you mean by funnel? Because one of my mentors speaks about, you know, the Willy Wonka machine of, um, you know, the convoluted Willy Wonka machine. But I love the way that you have associated with online relationships we need to understand. So how would you define funnel? Uh, let's, let's define it in a way um, that we can all relate to. I mean, as a small business owner, you uh, one of the activities that you would do is is go out networking mm. so um you, you go out and, and you meet people and you meet them for the very first time and uh, you introduce them you introduce yourself and uh, uh you say what you what you do and then um you leave it at that let's say and, and then you meet them another time and another time and, and then over time you build that relationship and that trust now they might come to you and say uh, you know what i i want to try you out for uh maybe a small job you know mm -hmm. and they try you out for that small job and and uh, once you do a great job and and um you, you uh stand by and you do exactly what you have promised from all of these previous talks then it's like you know i like what you're doing maybe i should you know start referring it to other people because they're putting their business uh name on the line there yes so um you build that relationship as you go along in in uh, networking Okay. Now think about it now online. Mm -hmm. you, you don't have that face to face, but then uh, the, the more uh, you talk about um, things that you do, you share the case studies that you've done for your clients, uh, you share your knowledge, etc. You're building that uh, relationship slowly. Mm -hmm. So now uh, the very first time you met that person, you said, oh, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm George and this is what I do. And uh, I help people uh, in, uh, you know, designing their online funnels, or I help people in marketing themselves, and and that's all great. But then you you go now and you meet them for the second time, and so like you know what, I just met uh, a client, or I uh, I just had a win with another client, and this is what we've done for them. So you mm. added to that story, you added a little bit more uh, to that credibility, you added a little bit more value. Then um, you might say. Um, you might come um, to that person and that person having a problem with, with um, gaining more clients or having a problem with maybe their accounting if you're an accountant. And so then all we need to do is just uh, maybe use this particular app and you track your invoicing uh, and, mm. and, you know, help your accounting, you know, for easy bookkeeping or something like that, for example. So you, you, you give value. You, you're giving value every step of the way. And online, you're doing exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Now, Mind you, if you just keep giving value without asking for business, that's extremely bad marketing. Mm. I mean, just because, uh, um, sorry, you have every single right, every single right to ask for the business if you're giving value. Mm -hmm. And 
you have two ways of thinking about this. If, if you uh, just give value and don't ask for the business, all what you're doing here is, is basically, hey, you're a friend. And, and as a friend, you kind of like, why would you ask me for money now? I'm a friend. It's like, well, you don't want to be in that position. But then if you, if you keep asking for business all the time without giving any value whatsoever, mm-hmm. then, you know, I don't want to listen to you either. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk to you because you just, you just want money and that's it. You yes. want business and that's it. You, you have no uh, value whatsoever in this relationship apart from a transactional uh, value. Mm-hmm. And that's why you want to avoid. So you want to avoid being too pushy. We want to avoid being too nice. Yes. You, you don't want to be in, in that way, you know. And if you think about human relationships offline, it's it's exactly the same way. You you meet somebody and uh, you might be interested and um, you, you might be nice all the time and then it puts you in the friend zone, mm. you know, and while you're interested in more than friendship. But then if you if you do it the other way around and, and you meet, it's like, hey, you know, I really like you. Let's get married or something. And mm. I was like, well, this is a bit creepy, you know. Mm. So you just got to, you know, find the balance. Yes. Just find the balance and provide value, ask for business. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. And if they say no, that's absolutely fine. It doesn't mean that they reject you. Mm-hmm. It just maybe they're, they're not ready yet. Yeah. They're just not ready to do business with you. They're not, uh, they, they might not afford you at that time. Um, they're, they're, um, they have a different priority in life. They have a different priority in business that they need to look at. Uh, they, they're not ready to, to, to move to the next step. And that's absolutely fine, you mm. know, and you, you just keep building that relationship as you go along. Yeah, I like the way that you've reminded us of that. And I think absolutely I can see myself in some of those things, providing value, 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 and forgetting to ask for the sale. Because sometimes what we do, we assume or we hope that someone will read or hear something and think, oh, I'm going to go and speak to that person. But unless we physically invite them, they, they may be waiting for us to, to invite them for that opportunity. So let's then talk about how we can double our funnel opt-in. And when you talk about opt-in rate, share a little bit more about that because this language may be a little, maybe new to some people watching and listening today. Okay, well, well, um, I'm going to go back to networking. You mm. you meet a person in networking and um, you get their uh, business card, for example. And if you did not um, give them an incentive to talk to you again by giving them value or conducting or, or you know you know conveying yourself in a good way uh, and and that you know what you're talking about and say hey let's have a coffee for example and get to know each other a bit more, then they will not really. Um, want to have that coffee with you and they say like oh maybe later i'm quite busy or something like this so um to to um to have the opt-in rate is basically or to have that opt-in is basically to say yes i am interested in listening to what you have to say i am interested in having that piece of information that you're you're offering Mm -hmm. now to to do that you need to provide value at the right time at the right topic so i can't go and say hey Anne marie cross let's um uh, let me give you an ebook about podcasts well you look at me it's like well i'm the podcast queen i probably i need to give you the information mm-hmm. instead you know mm-hmm. it's, it's the other way around and you can't go to somebody else and, and say um you know um for example let's take a tradie for instance go to a tradie and say um here's an ebook about software well, mm. what's that going to do for my business? 
you know? So you have to have that piece of information that is adding value to that particular person at the right time and um, that will actually give benefit to their mm. uh, business. Now, if you say download this white paper about um, software XYZ and that's it. That's like, okay, how's that going to help my business? Mm. So the very first thing that you need to do is, is to show how is that particular piece of content, whether it's a video, a podcast, a white paper, or an ebook, or even a one-to-one um, Zoom meeting or, mm-hmm. or a phone call, how is that going to add value to my business? Yes. Now, of course, the best way to do this is to look at your core offering. So uh, let's say SEO is your core offering, for instance. Um, what is something you do at the very, very, very first step of SEO that you must do anyways when you onboard the client? Let's mm. say uh, start their Google listing, you know, the, the local listing, you Google my business. Then offer that as value. Mm-hmm. Offer that as the, the hook. So ba- basically all I'm saying is that look at your core offering and splinter something very, very small from it to offer uh, as value, yes. you know, and, and that splinter will, will then it's like, oh, okay, I, I didn't know that this particular one particular small step is actually providing this much value for me. Um, what else do you do? Mm-hmm. And, and then you take them to the next step on there. Yeah. So doubling your opt-in rates is providing value at the right time, providing, uh, showing the person that this value will, will, will um, uh, increase something or, mm-hmm. or give them something. So basically give them a defined promise mm-hmm. and deliver on that defined promise. Yes. And that will definitely in- increase your, your opt-in rates. Yeah. So by the sounds of it, then what often people are doing, businesses are doing, is they're either uh, not giving something that is completely aligned to the service offering, so it's confusing their ideal clients, or what does software have to do with a tradesperson, and then maybe giving way too much so that it almost becomes an overwhelming um, thought of uh, why would I do that? I'm, I'm overwhelmed enough as it is just enough to give someone a win. Um, and, and that showcases your expertise so that they want to know more. So that's really yeah. very, very important. When I mean, you're, yeah. You, you'll find, for example, uh, uh, people on, on their websites, they have like join my newsletter. Well, yeah. Okay. If I join your newsletter, what value am I gaining out of this? Yes. Uh, you're gonna just spam me with emails. Is that what you're saying to me by yes. joining my newsletter, or or what are you saying to me? What are you trying to give me here? What is the value? Yeah. Um, yeah. That you're really like. Okay, I'll join your newsletter. I'll give you my email address. I'll give you my name. Even even I give you my mobile number. But then, what are you giving me in return? What's yeah. that value? Yeah, yeah. That's where I think we need to be so clearly um, or understanding of what our ideal customers are struggling with and what they're looking for so that our promise of value can be something that they have been thinking to themselves, this is what I need. Similarly, what I've seen you were talking about, you know, when people said, subscribe to my newsletter. I mean, back in the day when newsletters were new and it was like, wow, I'm getting a newsletter in my inbox. I can't wait to read it. And now it's like, oh, how 
help me unsubscribe. What I'm finding now that so many more podcasts are being added to the podcast um, you know, world is that subscribe to my podcast. I mean, that's no longer you know something that's so tempting. Why should I subscribe to your podcast versus you know the hundreds, if not thousands, of podcasts in your topic? We have to understand what is that value that someone is going to walk away with our our ideal client. So if we get the the right definition and the right delivery of what we promised, then that's going to definitely um, double our opt-in rate. Let's talk about pixeling, doubling our funnel sales by using pixeling. What's pixeling? All right. Um, The best way to describe this is is basically um, looking at cars. Let's just look at cars. So um, you you go out and you want to buy a new car or or, or, uh, a pre-used car. And um, out of the blue, you fall in love with with this, say, Toyota, and it's a blue car, and it's a Camry, Mm. you know, and... I said, wow, I love this car and, and, and uh, I haven't seen anybody driving that car. But as soon as you buy that car, every single car around you is a Toyota and it's blue and it's yeah. a Camry. Yeah. And you think, oh my God, okay. You know, it, 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 imagine that. Now, think of you visiting um, a website and then you, you visit the website based on your interest in, in, in a topic. Mm-hmm. And then you go to Facebook or you go to another website or to LinkedIn and, and you'll, you'll find that uh, you, you'll find banners and ads related to that particular topic mm-hmm. everywhere. Most probably from the company uh, that you actually have uh, visited. Yes. So what, what this is about is, is, is basically using uh, what we call the multi-touch points, mm-hmm. multi-touch points. If, if, um, if you meet somebody for the very first time, it definitely they're not going to buy from you immediately. Mm-hmm. You, you need to build that relationship again. But then also when you think of buying something, you, you don't just go to the shops and you just go and buy it. You, you might go online, research it, look at different sizes, look at different models, uh, etc. Uh, look at shop one, go to shop two, and, and then you decide, wow, okay, I'm going to buy this now. So you had mm-hmm. multi, multi points, multi touch points there. Now, it's the same for us. When, when people come to our website, they're, they're not necessarily going to just, you know, click on subscribe now mm. immediately or um, call you straight away. You have multiple touch points. And to, to have that touch points uh, defined properly mm-hmm. and uh, show them the right things that they're interested in, you will install um, uh, pixels on your on your uh, website. You install Google. Uh, let, let's say you use Google Tag Manager, and, mm-hmm. and with Google Tag Manager, you will you'll have maybe a Facebook pixel, um, maybe your LinkedIn pixel, maybe your your Google Ads pixel, etc. And coming to a particular page, let's say the page is about um, LinkedIn marketing, mm. then the ads that you will show to that person on uh after they leave your page on say facebook or or another website etc are ads related to linkedin marketing yes and that's because you have set a pixel on their computer saying okay well this particular person has visited my website and he was interested in in this blog which was about linkedin marketing but they've done nothing they have done nothing so they left Mm -hmm. and and they did not join they did not do anything 
and 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 they left the website. So I want to bring them back. I want to have a return path to them for for, for my website to come back to my website. And um, the way to do that is by offering them something using uh, ads everywhere else you go. Now, mm. let's say that particular person has actually come to your um, blog um, and subscribed and downloaded your uh, ebook about generating leads through LinkedIn, for instance. Mm -hmm. Then you need to think of, okay, um, what's the next step that is actually logical? So what's the next logical step this person should take in my funnel? Mm -hmm. So the first step was to, to come and read the blog. Second step was to download this ebook. The third step, I want to sell them something. Mm -hmm. I want to now upgrade. I want to convert them and uh, from or activate them now from suspects to prospects. So they downloaded something. And now mm -hmm. from a prospect, I want to activate them into a, a first-time buyer, client, you know. So the next step would be showing them ads related to the next step to the last action they have done. And the last action they have done is downloaded an ebook about generating leads through mm -hmm. LinkedIn. So you might... Your next step would be using those pixels to show them ads to buy a, a done-for-you service mm -hmm. or uh, to come to a webinar or to listen to a podcast that is actually paid podcasts or, or maybe a free podcast, but they, 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 uh, they have to subscribe to give you their time to listen mm -hmm. to what you say. Yes. And, and then after they come to that podcast or to that webinar or buy this particular item, you need to now take them what is the next logical step mm. in my funnel to take. So I want to now, uh, they, they, they downloaded the ebook, they, they bought a, um, a done for you service for LinkedIn. Maybe now they need content and that's the next logical step to do is, is buy uh, content creation yes. uh, to build their brand awareness. And then after that, what's the next step? So that's the, that's the steps of these different funnels. And every time, if you, if you design the journey right, and use pixels to bring them back to the website or bring them back to the next logical step mm -hmm. that they need to take, you'll definitely double your sales every step of the way. Yeah, fantastic. Now, when you think, to, speaking about pixels, can you have different pixels that will trigger a, a different a different action step of that that visitor because say someone you talked about downloading an ebook now had they done that and then that pixel is to, to invite them to the webinar then if they've been to the webinar perhaps another pixel is to find out a bit more about some of the done for you so are there different pixels across the relationship for that right you know action or is there one pixel across the board does that make sense yes it does like now facebook has um a, a one pixel mm -hmm. and um, it has events as well. Okay. Uh, Google, they have their own pixel as well. LinkedIn, they have their own pixels. So there, there are multiple pixels for the different platforms, mm -hmm. but there's one, if you like, um, for one single platform. Yeah. If, if right. the simplest way to put it. Now, you, once you have, uh, let's say, the uh, Facebook pixel installed. Uh, let's ignore events for now on, on Facebook, just just the, the Facebook pixel. You, what you can do is then go onto Facebook and create an audience. And in when you're creating this audience, you, you would you'd set the um, parameters to people who have visited this page, but not those pages. Mm -hmm. Or people who have visited the second page, but not the other pages. 
and and because the pixel is, is um, been installed on on the customer's computer, uh, Facebook knows that these people have visited this page and this page and this page and this page. But when you when you want to say, I just want people who visited the second page, not the first one, for example, then it it will have that audience built there. If you say, I want people who visited the blog only, mm. and this particular topic of the blog, this particular page, then Facebook knows that one too. Of course, you need to install the pixel in order for Facebook to know that. Yes. Um, otherwise, it won't. And and it's the same for Google, and it's the same for for LinkedIn. Uh, uh, LinkedIn they have their own pixel as well. So now, when you do ads on LinkedIn, or when you when you um, um, boost your posts and so on on LinkedIn mm. as well, you 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 will actually LinkedIn will will show uh, LinkedIn will find other people who are similar to that particular audience that yes. you, you, um, you're targeting you're looking and for. they have visited your website. Yeah, yeah, great, great. And we're going to talk about um, you know, how to create a predictable selling machine because I'm sure that incorporates the funnel and all of those activities, the touch points where you are building that online relationship. When you're looking at building out one of these funnels, I'd love you to speak into this a little bit, is that often as business owners, we launch something, we do something, and then we don't get the results. We go, well, you know, what that's in something else that didn't work but to def- to refine this funnel to refine the steps can take monitoring measuring tweaking until you start to see that things are, are building momentum so how long and I know this is one of these questions how long is a piece of string because it's going to be different for everyone but I want to give people a bit of context that building one of these Um, funnels that does work that does give you a predictable outcome to a degree will take some time and energy to get right yes absolutely absolutely now if you if you see ads uh uh, on on unfortunately there are ads on facebook and and there are ads ads there that say uh, you know guaranteed uh seo results for example in 90 days or guaranteed Mm. funnels that work 100 percent well, I'm sorry, it, it doesn't work that way. You know, there's nothing, no one can guarantee uh, overnight results. It's, it, marketing is about building relationships and relationships take time. Mm. That's, that's the very first thing that you need, you, you know, everybody needs to, to know. It's, it, good things take time. Good things take time and, and they, they get built slowly. That's one. Now, building funnels, building predictable, predictable sales machines is... is easy yet hard i.e uh, um, if you define the steps the logical steps as i said before this is what i want them to do right now this is what i want them to do next mm-hmm. this is what i want them to do next and then optimize every single step as you go mm-hmm. and you keep optimizing and optimizing then your your predictable sales machine will just work mm-hmm. now if you think about uh, relationships um, what was it? There's there's twelve um, uh, there's twelve steps of of, of human intimacy. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember the book name or the author. Uh, sorry, I don't remember the author's name. I, I remember the the book's name, which is which is twelve steps to to uh, human intimacy. Mm-hmm. There's actually eight steps to business intimacy, if yeah. if you like. Okay, so the very first step is is the aware that aware stage. It's like people mm-hmm. don't know who you are, and and um, if you think about your business offline. You, you would go and, and you register your business uh, name and, and you'll, you'll get an office, etc. 
and and what's the very first thing to do is is, is tell friends and family that mm. you, you just started the business and if they if somebody wants your services let them know about it so that you can you know get some business and then you print business cards or flyers and, and so on and you start meeting people and maybe telemarketing but you go out and tell people about you yes. you go out and and say hey i exist well it's the same thing online so if you think about the aware stage, if no one knows about you, which is which is fine, this is this is normal, mm. then you'll put ads out there, you put the word out there, you you get active on social media, you get uh, active on 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 um, Google ads or or Facebook ads, etc., mm-hmm. and and bring people to the website. Now, the second thing that you need to do is is to engage them. Yes. Now, bringing them bringing them in something and engaging them is is completely different. You know, you might say, "Hey, Anne Marie, I, I I do marketing," and and you look at me, it's like. Uh, what's in it for me? You know, mm. it, 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 why should I listen to you? So you, you have to engage me. Now, once you start engaging me and, and now I'm a regular blog reader or a regular mm-hmm. follower on, on Facebook or etc., then you'll ask to subscribe. You know, you, you want me now to download an ebook or, or join a database of some sort. Now, subscribe could be uh, all sorts of different ways. You know, you could be, go subscribe to your email marketing. You could subscribe to to YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, you, you convert them somehow here to sorry. You 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 subscribe them somehow now to to something that you're gonna constantly talk to them through. Yes. Now the next step is actually to convert them, convert mm-hmm. them to become active customers. So you activate them. And you activate them by offering them what we call a tripwire. Mm-hmm. You know, something tiny, a splinter of your, a splinter of your business, a splinter of your, um, sorry, a product core offer. Mm-hmm. And then once they buy this, you don't stop there. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it's great that, for example, they bought podcasts from you and 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 joined and um, they, they've done you've done a service for them. But then. Think of exciting them about what they could do with this product that they have bought from you, what they could do with this service they have bought from you. So mm-hmm. share with them maybe uh, customer stories, success stories. Ask them how, they, how they're doing, you know. Um, onboard them by saying, okay, you bought this. Have you used this particular feature? Have you used that particular feature? So excite them about what they have purchased. Mm. And after that, ascend them. Ascend them to have them to become multiple buyers. Mm-hmm. Now, you might think, uh, hold on a second. I, I only sell, for example, um, mortgages. You know, I sell home loans, and it's so like, well, yeah, that's fine. But then, if you think of somebody buying a home loan from you, then why did they get a home loan? Because they bought a home. What do they need for a home? Well, they might need new locks. Mm. They might need new, new carpet. What about the heating? What about this service? What about that service? Why didn't you look at joint ventures that you actually provide value? Again, providing value to that particular customer that who just bought a home loan, just one product. Mm-hmm. But you, when you provide that value, you ascend them by pre- giving them other services that they will definitely need yes. for that, you know, and complement that particular product they bought from you, even that you don't own that product. But now they're always, now you're always a mine. Yes. Now this is when you flip them into advocates and then after advocates to promoters and those, all of these mm-hmm. eight steps, you know, you know, having them ascend, having them to become advocates because of, of the amazing service that mm-hmm. you've done and, and having that tie to that brand and then becoming uh, promoters from the value you're always adding them, adding to them and so on, they will definitely think about you with the next home. Mm. 
with the next investment property when they're having a barbie with somebody and 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 talk about say home loans or or whatever mortgages etc so having that mapped properly and and providing content every st- single step of the way mm-hmm. you know it it's it's easy if you think about it and you understand your client base and you understand who you're selling to and how they can benefit out of that product, yes. how they can benefit out of that service. If you think about, um, for instance, um, a shop online, mm-hmm. you buy a product and they ship the product for you. Great. Now you receive the product and then what's next? What, what these people could do, and, and a lot of shops do that, is that you buy the product and then they send you an email. Here's your invoice. Mm. Here's other products you could be interested in. By the way, we just shipped it. So that's another email saying we just shipped it. And then another one, ah, you should have your product now, by, by now. And then yeah. um, here's a 10% discount for the next purchase. And you keep constant talking to these people, yeah. you know, constantly buying and, and, and trying, not necessarily uh, um, selling all the time, but that you're providing value. And on the same time, you're saying, well, here's another 10% discount, for example, mm. or here's another product that you might be interested in. You're asking for the sale and you're providing value. The value these shop online shops have provided is that here's your invoice. It has been shipped and here's a tracking code. It should have arrived. Mm-hmm. We hope you enjoy it. These have value. The, the, mm. All of these steps, as simple as they are, they're adding value. Yes. Yes, there's a connection there, isn't it, with the with the shop? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Do you find then, if we're looking at those eight different um, steps, as as you said, it's building um, the relationship with our prospective customer. Do you find that often? Number one, we've spoken about the fact that people really haven't mapped it out. They haven't clarified. And so they're doing things too often. Like they're offering a sales opportunity far too quick into the relationship. But do you also find that um, people never really get past stage two, three or four or even more because they're so busy still trying to build awareness? Because if we're not, if we don't have some things automated that we can do naturally that people can find, because let's face it, a lot of people now are doing the search online. And if we're not online, we can't be found, you know. Um, and so do you find that businesses often burn themselves out because they haven't put the, uh, some of the automation p- pieces in place that could really help them so that they can focus on doing, uh, you know, working on uh, and focusing on things where they should be spending more of their their time and attention have you found that to be true too all, all the time all the time and mm. and the other the other issue is that uh, let's say people decide oh wow this is amazing i'm going to do my podcast mm. or i'm going to do my ebook or i'm going to do this they're trying to get the rolls royce yeah and have everything perfect from day one mm-hmm. and guess what with marketing nothing is perfect from day one yeah and you you'll be changing it every evolving single step yeah. of the way yeah yeah, for you sure. You gotta keep evolving. Mm. I mean, look at look at websites today. You, like, say two years ago, you built your website, and you, now you look at it. I'm thinking, oh my god, what was I thinking? You know, <laughs> I'm doing I, the I, same thing. Right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> we're upgrading, and and it's like that team has just finished one ago. Right, we're going right back to the beginning again and overhauling. That's what we do as business it, owners. Exactly. Yeah. And and you know, if if you if you think about it, probably every two months. 
you know, after you launch, after you launch your website, two months, even thinking about it, oh, I can do this better, I can do that better, and you start thinking about tweaking it again. But then the problem I've been I've been seeing year, you know, over the years, mm. is that people try to get things perfect from day one. Yeah, and they don't think about how other uh, products went out there and, and they were not perfect. Look, look at Google, mm, mm. Just, just a simple search engine, a simple search engine, it started with one page, a search engine. Mm. Now the search engine results, now they've got the advertising and, they, and they've got the Google Analytics, Google this, Google that, and I'm thinking, oh my God, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much out there. But they did not build it in one go and said, here we go, bang. Yeah. It, it doesn't work that way. And, and it's the same for your marketing funnel. It's the same for your whole marketing. Mm. You know, you, you, you build something and yes, it's not 100% perfect. I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Launch it, generate some more leads, you know, tweak it. And, and then like, okay, well, the headline is not 100% right. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. No worries. Let's see how much we can get out of this headline. And then tweak it a bit more. And then you speak to your clients and you speak to other colleagues, business colleagues. You look at... Um, other gurus out there. You you look at marketers. You look at uh, everyone else, and 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 over time you start thinking, ah, oh, I tweak this headline a little bit more, and it'll, it'll work, you know. And until until you get to that headline that is like, let's see, this is the mm. most amazing headline, and it's actually conversion rates and and the subscribe rates are actually the highest ever been. Yeah, you know. Now, you don't stop there, by the way. You still try (laughs) to even make it better. So you always test, okay? You always test. So you have two two different versions of the same page and and you just change one. Like you copy the same page, you change the headline only, for example, Mm -hmm. and you see which one converts more. And then uh, you might test the images and, and so on. Yeah, and it's one of those things that's an an ongoing uh, process as businesses. But what I I think is so very important is recognising that, okay, something didn't work very well, then then change it. And I love the way that it's taking imperfect action, if you will, and often – it is the the uh, feedback that we get from people engaging or not that will determine whether we need to tweak it or not. And as you say, if it get, gets a good result, continue because you might be able to to increase that. But if you had something that didn't have the result, then what can we change about that? And sometimes we can sit and contemplate the best headline and we think this is it, hold the fort, this is going to go viral, and then there's crickets. And then it's something that we do quite randomly, and all of a sudden it goes, well, there you go, it's taken off. Well, let that be a guide. Maybe we need to start speaking a little bit more into what we did, you know, quite randomly because of the fact that it's making an impact with our audience. But it's always measuring and monitoring. And I know that we've only scratched the surface today, George, but I think we've really um, worked well I think thank you so much for taking the time to give us some metaphors that we can start to break that down because I think just once we realize I mean human relationships are complicated as it is um, let alone trying to encapsulate that into an online environment but if you've got something that works that enables someone to take that next step to build know like and trust and I think the most important factor is trust if you've got quality content you're providing value you've got some encouragement in 
in there. Hey, let's have a chat or come and sign up for my free webinar. And from that, again, you know, come and have a chat if you want to have an online chat or, or offline. When we do that consistently, those people who are ready because they're along their buyer's journey, that they're ready to make a decision and they just want to have a call with you, they will take action. And then you've got this beautiful system that continues to work while you can then feel the conversations with those people who have put their hands up. But if we haven't built it, we can't monitor and tweak. We can't monitor and tweak what's not out there. So uh, thank you for sharing always, that. You're welcome. And always think of what is the next step. Yes. Now, bad marketing is when you don't tell the person what the next step is. Yes. And often so it's because we don't know. What's yeah. the next step? Yeah. Buy this. What's the next step? Yeah. What, 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 what should I do next? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's how you're going to push them and move them from one step. In the, in the buyer's journey on, on, on the on the eight steps of, of uh, you know, uh, business relationships into the very final step. Yeah. Now, speaking of next steps, what is the best way, George, for people to connect with you and find out more about the work you do? Uh, they can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm active on LinkedIn. Um, they can uh, email me uh, at, uh, using email address, george uh, at the lead generation experts com. Uh, they can look at my um, website and, and follow the blog and um, read all of the content I'm producing there. And I'm more than happy to connect to any of them on, on LinkedIn and uh, reply to any emails that they might send. Um, and even if they want to pick up the phone and call, the phone number is on the website as well. And I'm more than happy to help. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show today, George. One of the things that I love to do, and I'm sure you do too, George, is um, to get feedback. You know, what ahas did people have? Maybe um, through listening to you today, George, someone makes that change that does have an impact or finally gets the courage to start to um, investigate. How can I build something that will become so integral in how I build relationships with my ideal client? Um, so if you have had an aha, one of the things that I'd love you to do is go and leave a review, leave a comment on, uh, and I'll give you the link, annemariecross.com forward slash review, annemariecross.com forward slash review. Leave your aha, your comment, what you learned, the insight. And what I'll be doing is monitoring that and doing a shout out in a future show uh, because I love action takers and, uh, are, you know, valuable in, in taking that action. Other than that, thanks once again for coming on the show, George. You're welcome. Thank you very much for hosting you've been listening to industry thought leader podcast want to learn how to leverage your expertise monetize your message while become known as an authority in your field access our free industry thought leader podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series that's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.